Coming up next for our Conflict Resolution Wednesday. Today we're talking about overbearing parents. How do you deal with parents that are overbearing? You are an adult. Mm. You've started your own family. Or you haven't started your own family, but they don't want you to move out of home, for instance. Mm. But you want to leave. Yeah. Or you're married, but your mother-in-law is always at the house. Mm. But you're like, but this is a new family, but Mm. now you are in the family. Or maybe you've managed to manage it. Maybe you've said uh, to your wife, uh, please tell your dad it's fine. I can also do DIY in my own house now. He doesn't have to come and change the light bulb. <laughs> or maybe you allowed them to leave the nest and you were fine with it. You just you let go. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did. Share with us for our Conflict Resolution Wednesday. We're going to be speaking to our resident psychologist, Dr. Sepiso Matenji. Today is January the 30th. On this day, on this day, we remembered James Edward Ingram. He was an American singer, songwriter, record producer, and instrumentalist. He was a two-time Grammy Award winner and two-time Grammy Award nominee uh, for Best Original Song. James Ingram passing away at the age of 66. The Slowdown Zone on Metro FM. Park on the side of the road. And ask her to look in your eyes and dance with you, someone like you. James Ingram on Metro FM, something like you. James Ingram gone at the tender age of 66. 66 is nothing, mm, guys. Very 66 young. seems to be the year. That was mm, Oliver Mtukutsi as well. Yeah. It's nothing. Mm. Quincy Jones tweets, There are no words to convey how much my heart aches with the news of the passing of my baby brother, James Ingram. With that soulful, whiskey-sounding voice, James was simply magical. He was and always will be beyond compare. Rest in peace, my baby bro. You'll be in my heart forever. Shame, man. That's a, in fact, he co-wrote Pretty Young Thing mm. by Michael Jackson mm. with Quincy Jones. Wow. Mm. Yes. And I had no idea. Wow. So guy must die for us to find out stuff we should have known when we were 10. Yes, but then again, I was 10. There was no you Google. Were 10. It's there was okay. just Ebony Magazine. Literam. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Yeah, that's about it. Actually, there's a song Serafina did with Ilokuzan, but anyway. Anyway, we'll talk about it next. <laughs> 14 minutes after 8, hashtag Conflict Resolution Wednesday on Metro FM. Today we're talking about the conflict that may arise when you have overbearing parents. Parents that don't want to let go. Or maybe you are that parent and you have a reason why you molly coddle your fofo. (laughs) George says, I am 23. My mom still calls me fofo and I hate it. I told her not to call me that. I'm not a child anymore. She continues to do it even in public. Wow. My mother, I don't know whether should I say she's overprotective or she's like, but she does not want to let go. From my brother, who's 40 something, to me, I'm like, there is something, but still she does not want to let go. She tells us what to do. When you go out, she tells us, she calls you. Like, she doesn't mind calling you five times a day just to ask you. 
when are you coming back? When I come on a Saturday, when you go out to run about seven, she'll be calling you. When are you coming home? I'm like, my God, she wants to tell you everything that you need to do. She, she's, I think she's, I don't know, I usually use the word overprotective, but I just think she's just too controlling. She is too controlling. At, at times, it just irritates the hell out of me. I love her very much, but she just needs to let go because, oh, I, I, like, um, yeah. So it's like you guys read my mind. So my dad is living with us because they're older and they they need to be, well, I think they're going to need someone to take care of them when they get older. So my dad still doesn't think that I, who is 40 years old and, and I have two almost teenage children, can look after my children. And after we discussed the cell phone, he goes and he buys my daughter a cell phone. On day one, when she loses the cell phone, he's upset with me because I said she's not ready. And this is even though I said to him that he shouldn't buy her a cell phone. He goes and buys one against my judgment. I need to vent. And the issue of parents actually not wanting to let go, um, actually involved with a guy whose parents actually had set their sights on someone else for him to marry. And as a result, we've now been dating for seven years without any movement from his side of the family to try and show some sort of a formal commitment towards me or because they still really think that he was really meant to marry this woman we're talking about a 32 year old male who in 2019 is still being decided for by his parents who he needs to marry chew on that no 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 you must chew on that (laughs) she's been chewing on it for For seven years years. she's been chewing on it that's the problem Mm -mm. the chorus in here says you guys no it's not fair no it's not Um, fair yeah but I think maybe it's, I'm being unfair because me and my personality mm, would never allow, allow mm. to be told what to do by my mother or to my mother to be in my in, in my business. And I have dated someone, my previous relationship, I've mm. dated someone. We were together for six years and I've I've never been introduced and blah, 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 because he's scared of mm, the, yo, mm, the mm. terror of the mention of his mother and the father. Um, so I, I, I started seeing him less of being less of a man, man enough mm. to, to to stand his ground. Yes. And politely so. It yes. doesn't mean when you stand your ground, you, you have to be rude mm. or yeah. aggressive. To stand his ground. And, and for me, to a certain extent, I do blame the person that is getting all this. Agreed. For, yeah, mm. because you allow it. Mm. Mm. I mean, look at the lady that called, I mean, the voice note, the first one. Yeah. There's a part where I slightly judged her and agreed with the mother. When the mother said, when are you coming home? And she said she's about 30-something. So it means she still stays with the mother. There's nothing wrong with staying at home. Yeah. But you must remember also, who's home? You're under her roof. Mm-hmm. Yes. Under so her roof. Mama, mm-hmm. her the way. Go. But some mothers will call you and say, when are you coming home? As in, when are you going to your own home? What are you doing? What's the thing? There's that also. Yes, there's mm-hmm. that. But also, you al- we allow it. There's a voice note. There, uh, a WhatsApp, sorry. Yes. Very interesting one. I have this aunt who would laugh when she heard our daughter call me mama and call her dad papa at age one. We weren't married yet, but we'd been together for seven years. We were both 25 years old. She made remarks like, very condescending, blatant disrespect towards my family unit. After many such events today, we don't talk to her and she didn't come to our Popeye wedding. Fabulous. That's how it's done. Hi. Lovely. 24 minutes after 8, Metro FM is where you're at. We are talking about overbearing parents. Deborah on Twitter says, please don't get me emotional. That is a very sensitive topic. 
I wish that was the case. My parents raised me so that I can raise them now. Wow. I want to leave home with every ounce of my being, but because my dad is retired and blew his pension, yeah. I'm expected Ooh. to stay home Ooh. and look after everyone. Oh. Sure. Sounds so painful. Please welcome friend of the show, a great thinker, great mind, a great woman, educational psychologist, Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi. Yeah! Wow. Hey. Now we can put the face to the name. That is amazing. <laughs> what uh, an intro. What's up, Doc? Good morning, family. How are you? We are good. Have you guys done any papers that explain why some parents are more overbearing than others? Mm. Um, in fact, people can read up about, there's a number of things. One is called the helicopter parent, yes. um, mm. where you hover around your children. And this is all in the spirit of loving and caring. And yes, mollycoddling and then smothering, because that's what the child ends up experiencing, because the parent struggles with cutting the umbilical cord. But then we also have people who have personality disorders particularly the dependent personality disorders, um, where they are very loving and attentive as parents. But what ends up happening is that when they, when they experience that you are rejecting them, you are not receiving their, their love, you are not responding in a way that validates, that acknowledges, that says, you know, I want you, yes, I'm, a, I'm, re- I'm receiving your love and I want you to continue doing it. They will feel abandoned when you're not receiving it. And then they go into depression, they get anxiety, they get hopelessness because then they they become sick. So you you can imagine a mom, and typically women are very vulnerable to this, but it's not just women, who will end up going into emotional blackmail with you. That, oh, awata, then there was another society, and this and this happened, and the neighbor next door, and then they go into a guilt. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) and then you end up feeling guilty, and then you end up overextending yourself to try and make them feel better, and then you're trapped again in the cycle where they want you only when you need them but when you are independent they feel like you are you are abandoning them now it is important for us to not just as lay people dangerously just diagnose everybody yes it's important that you see a professional and actually have a conversation because there may be underlying psychological issues that are actually resulting with why your parent is actually so difficult to manage ah. and that sometimes has to do with their own history in terms of their own upbringing and the kind of family they came from mm. is yeah. it more common between mothers and sons it seems like it is, but the truth is, when it is your father, because most of us find that we do not have fathers who are present, as friends, like at least your father is there. Marawenao like at least your father is involved. We see it in terms of fathers. But then because of soci- socially, that is a rare commodity. We mm. glorify it. But mm. no, it's not just between mothers and sons only. We also notice it between mothers and sons because the girlfriends and the women and the wives are the ones that complain about it because yeah. it makes it very difficult to establish the relationship. But when it's between a father and a son or a father and a daughter, the pa- other party is the one who's going to experience it. And then they, you find that they're they are not encouraged to speak a lot about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll be taking your calls. We're hanging out with educational psychologist, Dr. Tsepiso Matenti. How overbearing are your parents? How did you manage it? Are you still managing it? Are you managing? Metro FM is where you're at. It is a conflict resolution Wednesday. Today we're talking overbearing parents. How have you had to navigate that? Has it been a source of conflict? Maybe your mother-in-law is always in your space despite the fact that she has her own house and family how are you dealing with it conflict resolution wednesday we're talking overbearing parents parents that 
won't allow you to grow up. They won't allow you to be your own man or your own woman. I'm married, but you want to tell me how to be married or uh, how to do things mm. or how to run my household. Mm. Or maybe they let you go because they understood that you're independent and they raised you to be independent mm. and they're not clingy. Tell mm. us how you managed that balance. Uh, there's something you read earlier on? Yes, um, there is a tweet from Balesa who says, parents who won't let go is a very scary topic. Some parents go as far as bewitching their daughters-in-law because they think they're stealing their sons mm. and uh. taking their money. I actually have a friend mm. in this very situation wow. um, where the mother-in-law literally was convinced that she's just there to steal the husband's money. Wow. You're lying. Like like for real. Like it, it became quite bad for mm. them. Because she literally was, felt like she's in a constant fight with the mother-in-law. And how do you compete to someone's mother? You can't. But you have to protect your partner in a case Absolutely. like this. Absolutely. And put your foot down. Yeah. Absolutely. It's what you were saying, though. How are you protecting the Good morning, Anonymous. Thank you for holding Good morning, uh, Fresh Breakfast Crew. Yes, sir. Morning, Tell us your guys. story, please. Um, I honestly need serious help, guys. Mm. Um, this is a very, very serious topic and okay. a very sensitive one to me. Yes. Um, I'm going to try and, and, and make it very short. Um, I hope I don't miss out some some valid points. But I'm currently in a situation whereby um, my mother initially actually has never accepted any girl that comes into my life. Yeah, Pella, you're her boy. No one will ever be good enough for you. That's correct, number one. Number two, um, my ex-girlfriend, who happens to be the mother of my two children, we recently broke up. And by recently, I mean like, it's been like, what, uh, two years now. Yeah. Um, and she's never shared a bond with anyone that I've, I've, I've been with in the past. Now that I've moved on and I'm with someone um, currently, she now then decides to go and, um, you know, befriend the family of my ex yeah. or the mother of my children. Wow. She goes to meetings, she goes to, to their parties you? and, you know, whatnot and whatnot. And it's, it's making it very, very uncomfortable for my, my current girlfriend because even, even when she does come, maybe for the weekends to come take the children, she'll never come into my yard. She'll just park the car outside, you know, um, hit the horn and you know expect the children to come in whenever my current girlfriend comes out um she just drives off mm, mm, mm. um how are you I, managing it are you managing uh, it that's the thing i need help because I, I i have no clue or we know where to begin to ask because i've tried sitting her down and this has been going on ever since i mean even my younger sisters everyone is now literally you know, just making plans to get out of the house and just leave her there because she's she's overprotective, overcontrolling. Every time you sit down and you know try to tell her what problems you're going through, you know, as a child, she always comes across um, aggressive and controlling, and she'll mm -hmm. never just you know sit down and hear your side of the story. Mm -hmm. Every time you you know you 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 give you know your side of the story, she's she she just over you know shadows whatever you say and. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very difficult. I'm your mother. I know yeah, best. You're basically mm. a child. Sure. Can, I, sure. can I ask a quick question? Mm. Um, are you th the breadwinner, one? And two, is your father still married to you, or your father still alive, or still married to your mother? I was the breadwinner until I resigned. Okay. Um, I'm currently unemployed, and it's been two years now. Okay. And I've so. never asked a cent off from her. And, and, and your father? And my 
my my stepfather um is on pension and mm. he's also not bringing anything at home she's actually mm. the only breadwinner okay, currently okay okay Okay, uh, my brother, uh, please listen on the radio. We're going to ask uh, Dr. Tsepisoma Denti how she suggests uh, you handle this. Uh, doctor, welcome back. Thank you so much. I wanted to ask Anonza um, what his relationship with baby mama is. Um, because what I'm wondering is um, also, adding to what Sumizi was asking, I'm wondering also what is the dynamic between baby mama and his mother. Because if he, as an unemployed father, is not able to take care of his two kids, and baby mama is aware that going through that way is not going to work. So she's going to find a way to establish a relationship with the, the, the side of the bread that's buttered. She's no. going to make it the point that she maintains that relationship. I, I think but, his complaint is that now, all of a sudden, now that he has a new girlfriend, his mm. mother has now all of a sudden shown interest in baby mama. No, I don't, I don't think so. From what he is saying, they have had a pattern of relationship mm. where it has been a power differential, where mom is always in control, mom is always domineering. But also, there is an element that I'm hearing that he has been dependent. So when it has been convenient, uh, and I'm using that word deliberately, hopefully he will be able to tweet in response. Now think about the fact that when you need somebody, it is convenient for you when they are also uh, dependent personality. They are there to help. They are there to support. They are there to intervene. Then when you don't need them anymore, you find that they're over-involved. They're controlling. They want to tell you what to do. They're dominating you. Now, mm. there's always an issue of when the scales tip and it's no longer convenient for you and you start complaining. Mm. But that pattern has been coming a long time ago. It's just that right now it's not conducive. Mm. So we need to actually investigate when did it begin and what is actually behind it. Now, this, this, this thing of she is the only breadwinner, there's a lot of power and leverage that comes with mm. being the source of the money. Mm. If you control the purse strings in the relationship, yeah. your say goes. And when you say you don't want it to get involved and you are unemployed, anonymous, what's going to happen to who's taking care of your children? Yeah. Because that purse string is also going to dry up. So there's a dynamic there about how your kids are taken care of and what this girlfriend brings into the relationship that interferes with that dynamic as well. Mm -hmm. So while he's, it's putting him in the middle, there's, a, there's, a, there's an entire conversation that needs to be had about what the nature of the relationship is and how it has evolved. Because mm -hmm. he says he's never asked the scent of mm -hmm. his mother. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the kids never asked the scent of the mom. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that who he is and the relationships he's had with the different women has not in any way put a burden on the mom. Now think about it. When you are watching your child change different girlfriends, you worry about the kind of man he is. You worry about the kind of values he is. You worry about what are the kinds of things that he gets up to. When you feel that you not trust that person, the likelihood that you will intervene and overstep is very highly likely. So part of his conduct is also coming under question. So what I'm asking is, let's interrogate it further. Because mm. when you are speaking at the place where you are in a vulnerable position and you're feeling that somebody is dominating you, of course you are the victim. But there's another story, there's mm. another angle mm. that needs to be explored. We can't just say, mom is like that. On the other hand, some of these patterns are put in place when things are okay for both of us, when I am getting something from you. It might mm. not be financial. It might, it might be emotional. It might be material resources. Mm. The fact that I stay at your house. The fact that I drop off my kids at, at, at your place during the weekend when, I've, when I'm going out with Majid. And you don't see that that's slowly you giving away your power. Yeah. In closing, mm. how do I deal with um, parents that will emotionally blackmail me, that are overbearing? You'll be told... You know, how Santata, you don't come see me anymore since you got married. How do you deal with all of those dynamics? Um, 
I think it has to do with what it does to you. We, we, we always begin with you as an individual. We want, we want you to understand what your triggers are. What is it about them saying, and nobody is going to be here when I die, or you haven't seen me, or you haven't got me anything. What, when that triggers you, why does it trigger you? When did it begin to trigger you? And what is it about it that we need to resolve so that mom can continue saying it, but you learn to respond differently? You learn to teach her, not just with words, but also in the actions, because your emotional trigger is no longer there. You learn to change your own understanding of what is happening. And then also begin to learn, how do I start nipping it in the bud in the way that I am engaging with the mom? So when I say these are the boundaries, how do I communicate them? And then that's one side in terms of your side. What I want to understand uh, with people when they're dealing with conflict is that sometimes you are dealing with people with deep-seated issues. Mm. If your mother has got an issue with, of abandonment, they've, they've they, they survived abuse. They have felt that they have, they have um, overcome a lot, and you are the testimony of that victory. And you say you want to remo- you want to remove yourself from them. You want to be independent. They might feel abandoned. They might feel shattered because they don't have an identity without you. Mm-hmm. And that is a separate issue on its own. And we find, or when you a lot of a lot of adults when they have an empty syndrome, emptiness syndrome, they start going into depression. They mm-hmm. abuse alcohol. Their life starts deter- deter- deteriorating, and their health starts failing because they they have never had a sense of who they are without their kids. Mm-hmm. They have hustled all their lives. So some of the words that we are using, I find they're a bit careless, they're a bit um, harmful, because if we just brand your mom as over-involved or whatever, you are actually neglecting the fact that this person could be depressed. Mm. You are neglecting the fact that this person could be struggling some kind of uh, issue that is much more seated than just me and my birth and how they're parenting me. There's Mm. more issues that are happening, and it's better if we go for help together. Doctor, where do we find you online? Um... Find me online at Timatent on Twitter and please go to my website and like Matenji Consulting. Um, I want to remind people again about the conflict resolution seminar that we're having on the 9th of February. We are also having a discount for couples. Go to the website, you'll see how much it is. So if you come as Tepiso Plus One, we'll give you a discount for that. The last thing is that we're going to give you a personality profile so that you know who you are, you understand what are your triggers, you understand how you handle conflict mm. and how you are aggravating the situation when there's conflict arising, whether with your children, with your partner, with your parents or your employer. Come in, come and learn as much as possible. We're also going to get advice from um, Non-Maibo Blue Star, who's going to uh, help us in terms of how to deal with black tests and how to relate uh, in terms of our finances in the family. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tepiso Matenji. We have a tweet from Zama. Zama says, guys, I'm 40. I stay with my mother because I don't want her to be by herself. Mm. But I never go out because she gets obsessed. Mm. And then she says hurtful things that I'm a bad parent to my 12-year-old. I'm considering moving out so I can date again and have a life again. Because right now, I have neither. What do you do? Such ingratitude. No, see, see. But I can't leave my mother alone. No. no. Then if she, she, you can't leave her alone, she must also know what she can't be saying such things and expect you to it be still in the And you're an adult. It's sissy 14 again. And then not because when I'm 14 is staying home, but 40 as in stand your ground and go free yourself. We will wrap up our chat straight after this. Uh, check out some of uh, your tweets and some of your WhatsApps. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. It's where you're at. Major League featuring Kidex and Cuesta Family 857. Thank you, family, for being a part of the magic over the past four hours. 
We appreciate the fact that so many of you listen for the entire show. Mm. It's actually quite mind-blowing that some of you will listen to us for four hours. We, right. we see you and we appreciate you. Wrapping up our conflict resolution topic with some of your tweets and your WhatsApps. Aaron's mom says, Our parents made sure we were independent, went to boarding school at 12, 18 it was university, which made it tough to actually move back home with my parents. When they visit, they just deal with how I live and don't have a say in how I run my house. Though my mom tries, but will never win. I think our parents have never been overbearing. Yeah. I think it's only now, because my dad reads a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like he's goes through a book or two a week. Yeah. He wants to share his wisdom, mm. but sometimes he doesn't get that. He's trying to push his wisdom uh, down our throats. Okay. So he means well. Yes. yes. But the days where he wants to You're at advise me on what to do with the kids. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you raised us totally differently. We're raising our kids differently. Mm. But now it's so it's but it's not a conflict. Yes. So I get it. He he means well. He's not overbearing, overbearing. And our mom, you know, she trusts us, she raised us and she's let us go out into the world. I mean, it's different. My mom has always said I've I've always been headstrong. So mm. some she's till today, my mother sort of counts her words around me. Yeah. Because she knows what I mean. I'm very quick to disagree. Mm. I won't just do what you say. I must do with respect, but you with disagree. respect. Yes. yes. So it's not a matter of just because you're the adult, I must just do what you're saying. Because mm. I'm also an adult. I'm also an adult. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I never had those problems at all. There was no time to be involved in your life. I'm sure in your house they're like, can I announce your name again? Like, by the time, so there was cuckoos outside. So when my, my cousin's girlfriend or my brother's girlfriend comes out with them, they, my mothers are sitting already outside the stoop and they go, eh, who my lawyer? That's it. That's I'm so cute, lawyer. I'm They don't care. We are 24. They imagine if they went to money. <laughs> so, we are free, and that's why we are free. Sometimes mm. they even think beauty is one of the members of the family. <laughs> 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 Agaba change, Agaba change. And if you can hear family member, Agaba change. On that note, we are out of here. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. Have yourselves a great day in spite of yourselves. Leaving you with a thought for today. A picture says a thousand words, especially a picture of a dictionary. Whose phone is that? Wow. No, I was thinking, what is going on? It's, it's a phone. It's your phone. It's my phone. Yes. Whoa, it has the whole page. Your mic is off. The bridge is next. Why?